go. go. Okay. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, how's the day been, Dakota? Pretty good, pretty good. Had a chance to listen to both of our albums again today. Um, right. And we, we, we had an extensive discography to go to this week. Yeah, this is the first week where I didn't go through higher discography the artist. Mm-hmm. First of all, because Gojira is seven, which I just spoiled it, but we're, we're talking about Gojira and Weezer. <laughs> Gojira and Weezer, everyone. The yep. two bands that are the most similar sounding from the same era. One, one branched off from the other. It's like Judaism and Christianity almost. <laughs> like they just... <laughs> They just straight up took the same path, honestly. And yeah, it's Weezer has at least, I'm going to count them, but you just said Gojira has seven? I, I'm pretty sure this is Gojira's 15, 16 or something. You know what? I'm just going to, and actually it's two of them from this year. Right, which, another spoiler alert, I still haven't listened. 10, 11... 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. <laughs> this is their 17th <laughs> album. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so honestly, I I guess you can see why we didn't go through the entire Weezer discography. And the other thing about the Weezer discography is that unlike something like Godspeed or Brockhampton, I mean Porter had Porter and Ghost had two albums. Right. But anyway, Weezer is very Weezer. Not that many of those albums are actually that good. <laughs> Not really. I mean, you start yeah. really strong, get weaker and weaker, and then you get a little stronger in point ten. But right. then much in the better half. So I guess if we're going down this half, would you want to start with Weezer? Go ahead and start with Weezer. All right. So Van Weezer. Um. I'll just the go. album that has been pushed back actually a lot of times. They actually planned this, I think, before OK Human. That makes um, sense because they were putting out singles for this. Right, yeah. Like, I remember seeing, like, Van Weezer being, like, pitched so many times. And what was the single that just came out of it? Oh, yeah, Hero and The End of the Game. These are the ones that, like... Okay, those were some of the better songs, I will say, right. as far as singles go. Right, I, I I thought I thought these were really good. Like Hero was kind of campy. It kind of seemed like a very sterile, harmless Weezer song. Right, I was okay, I was I th- okay with it. I think I wrote um, that like this song is fine. Like there's nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> after extensive research, after delving into the archives of Weezer, and the, it's fine. We have determined <laughs> that it is. <laughs> I I like the vocal hook. Like I didn't like the, the the song at first, but then I found myself singing "Yeah, I Walk Alone" in the in the song yeah. or in the car. I was uh, I was okay. I was like, okay, fine. This is a good timing of energy. It brings it down at the right time. It's it kind of gives off the like I'm not like other guys type of energy, which I'm not sure if I <laughs> agree with that because I think that's Weezer's whole embodiment is I am just not like other bands. When in fact, Weezer's so interesting. Like I, I <laughs> Weezer is is simultaneously incredibly simple, but also incredibly perplexing. And right, like 
like why Van Weezer is the question. This, that, this I, I still can't answer that question. <laughs> this was announced before Eddie Van Halen's um, like death. So this wasn't a tribute album or anything like that. So plot twist, by the way, this is not a, a Van Halen cover album, which is as, what I thought it was. Like that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> which I was gonna be scared at first because of you know Eddie Van Halen's unfortunate passing. And this would be the first cover album to come out of it. Now, I I don't doubt Weezer's musicianship, and I don't doubt that they know how to make a pretty decent pop song. But we're talking, like, hard rock realms. We're talking, yeah. like, very, very... We're talking, like, not too jarring of sounds, but just enough to really slip up if you don't know what you're doing. About it, like... I, I guess I'll jump to one kind of go in that direction before, before i get into it because there are definitely a lot of negatives that i have for this album i oh, no. i want to i want to just be straight up and just like this album is i i did not particularly love this album but it is no. also nowhere near the worst i've heard from no not at all not at all I'll just yeah. get that out of the way before, before <laughs> all of this you know i've i've honestly gotten because of this album, I've gotten very philosophical over Weezer. Really? I'm like, yeah, like, I got back and listened to the White Album, which I fucking love that album, right? White Album's good, album. yeah. And then I listened to, like, um, what was the other ones? And then I listened, listened to the Green Album, the one that people really didn't like too much. And then, yeah, it's it, it, I think it got, like, mixed reviews. And then I went back to Hurley and then Ratitude, and I'm like... They all sound like Weezer. Right. But then what makes Weezer good and what makes Weezer bad? Right. How do you have these? The same? If we sound really hasn't changed that much, they're like little aesthetic thing throw into albums, at least. Re mm -hmm. But like the difference between fantastic Weezer and really bad Weezer. Mm hmm. I, it, it's almost hard to say what that difference actually is. I want to propose the reason being is for, spe for specifically this album, it feels really overproduced. Like that's it definitely feels part of it. Very sterile, honestly. Yeah, and especially for an album that. Like, here's why this album is so confusing to me. <laughs> if you took the van away from this, called this album we called it the purple album or <laughs> like a lightning album <laughs> right it's if you if you took any reference to van halen out of this i would never have known that that was kind of what they were going for right there other than like one little homage to the panama riff in, mm -hmm. I think it was the end of the game. Yeah, the end of the game was the one that, like, sounded the most, like, Van Halen-esque with, like, the solos popping up in the background, the tapping. Right. Like, other than that song with its one little homage, I really, I, I, I see this as kind of like a slightly harder edge album, but that's really it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this is called Van Weaver. I don't know why this is... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I, I honestly think the 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 way that this was called Van Weezer was because the end of the game came out, and they thought that Weezer thought that they could make like an, an album based off of that because of how assumably successful the single was, 
And they were like, oh, yeah, we just pulled Van Halen inspiration. Well, let's just make a whole album out of it. Um, and then somewhere along the process, they just defaulted to regular old Weezer. And I don't know. It's My whole thing is that you, you, they didn't lean into it as much. Right. Like, Production didn't help. Like, they definitely were parts on any of these where that guitar really came forward. And Okay, we've got right. some, we, we've got some, like, 70s 80s-esque like hard rock early metal riff style of mm -hmm. van halen like we did get a few of those like yeah. hero end of the game beginning of the end i liked one more hit because one more hit had that very very chunky guitar yeah. i was like this is this is not weezer they're definitely trying something new I yeah like that's it. A, that's that's one that i singled out as well i i liked that one too but the then that, oh yeah go ahead but then you have songs like all the good ones i need some of that um, oh, no. <laughs> Sheila can do it. Like, and those ones, I'm just like, this Dude, is... Dude, the latter half was so bad, man. Those like... lyrics were just not not hitting. And honestly, like, when it comes to Weezer, I don't go for the lyrics. I'm not going to fucking overly analyze a Weezer lyric. However, Weezer needs to know that they fall on the spectrum of, okay, this is pretty decent to, like, all right, this is dog shit. Like... <laughs> they 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 need to ride that line of like because if you think about it they're dudes in their early 40s talking about how they don't get the girls and how they <laughs> are the, yeah. the, the the fucking outcasts of the world or some shit and it's like you can talk about that what's interesting yeah. about we I, I have like kind of my own theory about weezer lyrics why they're bad because like <laughs> And and I don't know that a lot of people will actually agree with me on this, but I'm interested to kind of see what your reaction is. Right. I don't think Weezer lyrics have ever been that amazing. They're certainly not, like, very metaphorical. They're certainly super going back all the way to the blue. But mm -hmm. I think they're interesting. Times. And yeah. the reason why I think that gets overshadowed like especially on this album i think song like precious metal girl the last song on the album i actually kind of liked the lyrics. Oh, but okay but i think what makes them so like um egregious mm. can be the vocal for lack of a for lack of a softer term <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and, and i and i came across that with multiple songs here like i i I would look at the lyrics and be like, these aren't that bad. Like, I actually kind of right. like these. But when I hear them with the vocals and he's actually singing the word, now this just sounds like the delivery bored, mm -hmm. uninspired, and the vocals are just... I think it's a production. Interesting. I, I want to say it's a production because I know Mr. Weezer himself. I don't know the name. I'm just going to... You know what? I feel I feel ignorant. I'm going to look up the name. The but only anyways, guy I know from Weezer off the top of my head is I, I think it's Rivers Cuomo. R yeah, Rivers Cuomo is the guy is basically the lyricist, the front man and all that stuff like that. I, I know that Rivers Cuomo can sing. I know that he definitely can belch some notes and stuff like that. But I think Rivers is kind of sticking within his, you know, understandably comfortable at this point vocal range. And I think it's, I, I want to say it's the production. Like, they just, it just felt a little sterile on the lyrics. It felt very sterile on the guitar, like, at times. Guitar sounded tinny. Right. Like, very tinny. 
And then, I don't know, it's, I, I think that's the biggest crutch of this album because like if they already set themselves up for failure calling it van weezer when van halen the band was very i mean they actually had first of all fucking reverb on their songs yeah they did not like choose to go for that arena style of you know and it's not like you have to do that but again if you're gonna call yourself van weezer don't fucking make one song that slightly sounds a little bit like inspired by van halen and make the rest of them just you know, slightly insert some hard rock guitar licks every once right. in a while. And, and oh man, if we're going to talk about one song on here that just... I think I know which one you're talking about. Probably do. I cannot believe this song got really... Not even because I think it's like an atrocity and the worst thing. I, I don't... I don't like it, but I don't hate it. It's just like, how did this happen? <laughs> it, it is the crazy train. Mm -hmm. Exactly the crazy train. Yeah. And then the chords are a little bit different, but the same rhythm, same feel. Yeah. It's crazy train. Yeah. And then the vocals come in. And I was just like, okay, what was the lyrical pattern? I wrote down that I didn't really like it too much. It, I think he just sustained a line after, like. From that point on, song was like, let me refer to my notes. I had a, um. <laughs> a whole rant on Blue Dream. It, it veered off and turned into one of the more annoying songs record. <laughs> the vocals were boring. The whole, I, I couldn't another song that just the whole time left me going why <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna add the crazy train riff like you know the cool part of it was the galloping like kind of get your blood pumping kind of thing right. and the i think the lyrical like or the excuse me the vocal performance just did not do it as much justice as it as it should and I, I also like there are many like nitpicky things about the lyrics that I found like he ma he made like a, a a line on the second verse where he was just like everybody's getting laid but then it's spelled with the lay of the are you of the flowers yeah look yeah dude it, like he made a laid joke and oh, I man. I'm like okay. I, I almost kind of respect that a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I mean fine yep I'm just everyone gets laid <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'm like uh, okay and then they're on the um on the genius uh, page of the lyrics i remember like so he referenced something about like saying hi to an octopus or something like that. i i remember that um because this song is called blue dream so it's about the ocean and hanging out with your friends in the ocean or some shit and then somebody annotated it and was like he said something about an octopus, so this is a reference to the the Beatles song "Octopus's Garden" because it's like no, like it's not. He just mentioned a fucking octopus. The octopus, the octopus says hi. I say, how do you do? He's quite the gentleman. Give me eight salute. Uh, yeah, I'm like <laughs> that's corny I don't know. as shit. That's corny as shit, but it's not fucking octopus's garden. Right. Like, it's 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 fine. It's again that word. It. <laughs> whatever <laughs> like yeah i mean i was like okay cool it's a crazy train riff and then i'm just like oh, okay this is not really i not, I, not really painting a good picture of it I, I just can't believe kind of like how how do you like it's not even like that you're interpolating i at first i thought we were getting a crazy train i wasn't looking at the track listing when i first 
I would have honestly liked that. Like, that would have been really fucking cool. Right. I was sitting here like, okay, this is going to be interesting. We're going to see how they do with this. And then vocals came in, and I'm like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait. I'm going to look up the lyrical pattern, because I think the lyrical pattern was the one that really... Um, hold on. Oh, that's what it is. So... The lyrical pattern is basically like, I'm talking to you, and we're going to the sea. Yeah. Made this first fucking stop. It's it's so it's so lackluster. It's yeah. there's so much la- like lack of effort in like. I'm sorry. It's just it's just I don't want to hear the verse after just hearing a sustained note for that long for every other word. Right, and that's. I, I think any chance that had horrible in a way that isn't oh it's the song they ripped off Crazy Train is <laughs> like any chance they had of achieving that was right. gone because they interpolated that riff like it's right. it's it's the only thing that people are gonna think when they oh it's the attempted Crazy Train song like. They could have done something with it, like yeah, yeah. a little more besides just rip the riff. Right. Like that's that's what I feel like they're doing is that with Van Halen riffs with I don't know fucking, uh, what is, is it Randy Rhodes? Randy Rhodes, yeah. Yeah, with Randy Rhodes riffs, like all they're doing is just like taking these and just putting them into a song just so people can just be like, oh, I know the song, rather than interpreting it into just a whole different kind of. Well, they are putting their whole spin on it but not in a way that pays homage well to what they're taking off of right just the song sounds like uh, it the rest of the song isn't even that hard rock style like that's really the old solo the solo mm-hmm. okay the solo is kind of cool but, i will like, okay i will give it that too there are a lot of really like cool hard rocky solos in it i do yeah. like the fact that the guitar gets a chance to shine a little more in this album i i will say that like whoever playing lead guitar on this album like he he actually got some pretty highlight moments which you don't see in weezer where is that <laughs> right um i i think we should uh when it comes to blue dream i think we uh set our piece i think yeah. we talked about it for about <laughs> we'll, we'll just end up talking minutes. in circles about it but uh i do actually want to go over when one of my favorite songs one more hit because yeah like okay. actually i wouldn't say it's like a highlight i would just say that there's a lot of cool ideas like on this song and and judging um, on what you said earlier it sounds like we picked up on different parts of this liked so i'm interested how that goes like what were your favorite parts about this I I like the the guitar tone. I like that it was very chunky and a little heavy to start off with. Um, I like the I at first was a little off putting about the lyrical topic. It was about a drug addicted prostitute, which is like uh, okay, this is interesting talking about you know coming from the same lyrical passages going over how I am nostalgic living in the early two thousands listening right. to Aerosmith. And I'm just gonna. That was that was like bike. almost the exact line, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, I think it was on a. I need that or something like that. I, I don't know. But anyway, so it's it was a bit, it was a bit drastic in terms of you know what we were what we were used to thus far. 
But, you know, I, I vibed with it. But then there was a beat change in the middle of the song where, like, everything cuts out and then the guitar does, like, a little, like, punk breakdown. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I did not expect this. This is really dope. And it lasted only for, like, 30 seconds and they went back to the original chorus. And this goes into my whole point is that they just kind of dip their toes in these ideas and then they just go right, right back to comfort. And for... I, I was saying earlier how, like, Weezer has its moment kind of good lyrics. Like, I actually quite liked the lyrics. I don't even know if I'd call them, like... But, like, you're hitting on a topic that not only I think is kind of nice to hear, given how much drug addiction kind of glorified in a lot of rock music, it's always nice to hear a song that's basically, hey a little bit let's maybe not do this and hey by the way these drugs that you've taken probably aren't good for you <laughs> right like I'm, I'm i'm always happy to kind of hear a song like that and it's not like overly cheesy about it a little bit not like hitting you over the head with a like hey kids <laughs> <laughs> when i was young i just said no to everything and i am here in a big rock band because of it don't do drugs kids <laughs> right exactly <laughs> I, I think um, also one thing that I realize is that more towards the end, I feel like it more defaults towards, I don't know, uh, Vanilla Weezer. The more like the ideas start going away after um, one more hit. Right. Yeah. Like Sheila can do it. She needs me. And I'm in Precious Metal Girl. I mean, it is basically an acoustic song, but I think it's just an acoustic layer of Weezer. Right. So I think those, the last stretch, which is 30% of the album, really just doesn't need to be there. Yeah. I think, I I, I actually do kind of like Precious Metal as like, it's a, it's a sweeter, more, honestly, Sheila can do it. I struggle to even remember what happened in the songs but at the very least I just remember least... it was a terrible chorus um the lyrics were she needs me she needs me she needs me and that's why I need her and then and then there was this one uh I know right we're going a fucking thesaurus featuring Weezer over here <laughs> I, I I I kid there there are lots of chorus just kind of repeating that. but like right. A hook is a very difficult thing. Like yeah. I, I will give it that. Like we, we want to criticize like, you know, repetitive lyrics and stuff like that. Again, as I go back earlier, that hero, I kind of just didn't like it at first because it was just like, yeah, walk alone. Every like, every, it was a repeating lyric. But here I was like, you know, jamming out to it. And I'm like, okay, this is a sweet hook. But uh, there's there's an, a balance that you need to strike between annoyingly repetitive and actually ear catchy yeah and and quite frankly so much of we melodic um melodic hooks that even when they're memorable they just feel child yeah word that i would use or 
And I get that that's kind of like a common thread that goes through albums. That the lyrics tend to be more innocent. They back at like your like that. Yeah, but, I'm okay with it. That's that's Weezer's thing at this point. Like, and I'm I, like, all right, you know, Gojira. Speaking of which, is going to talk about the fucking environment and how we're going to die. Then that's their thing. Sure, I. I'll I'll, I'll get back to that. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I mean, as far as, as far as any. Well, I guess, um, are there, are there any other things that you wrap up? This oh, you know what I want to bring up? Okay, so Precious Metal Girl. Yes. Like, I read that two different ways, and I want to know your interpretation. Okay. Is it a Precious Metal like a Diamond Girl, or is it a Precious Metal Girl as in, like, she's into metal? I actually hadn't thought about that, and I kind of, like, <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Wow. This is the most thought I've given into a Weezer album <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> I I, w- I will say that like as simple of a concept as it, all, like make all of these kind of similar analogy various. I actually did kind of enjoy that. I thought it was interesting. That and it certain and I don't think it was that cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's also the last song on the album. Probably the. I'm we've re- found on the whole album kind of nice to have that change of pace yeah like I think it you know for a closer you know it's good to actually not go back to default Weezer for a closer because at least it makes it memorable exactly like I, I think about the two songs before I I, I... <laughs> then Precious Metal Girl I do remember that one and I and I even remember like liking a lot of parts about it but right, with that yeah. being said, like my favorite part of this album is obviously, but that's even that's hard to say because literally tracks two and four are two of my least favorite tracks on the album. So the first half is only like some songs from mm-hmm. half. <laughs> <laughs> um, another like uh, speaking of tracks two and four, four is uh, I need some of that, and I I think. Like, that song basically defines what, like, an early 2000s pop punk song kind of sounds like. How a Weezer song sounds like. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't help but draw the comparison as us this song was playing. Some kid, like, we we, we have a camera that's panning up to, a, to the top of a high school or a middle school. And then, like, some kid's commentating, like, my name is Jason, and this is my life. I live a crazy, like, middle school life with my mother and father. My insert, father is crazy. Or insert like that. alternative rock riff. Thousands. And then, like, a bully with, like, fucking... <laughs> a bully with, like, uh, frosted tips and, like, baggy-ass Ed Hardy jeans pushes I'm, I'm, him over. I'm thinking, like, did you ever see the... um Or, or even, like, he... Song for... ridiculousness oh yeah (laughs) like that kind of alternative rock riff that's exactly what this song reminds me (laughs) and i mean in terms of like going back to that nostalgic time i guess louisa really accomplished that you know with that song and me kind of portraying that essence in my head but i looked at it as a very 
default kind of thing. It's not like it's bringing me back to like the good old fucking times of that. It's just like the oversaturated aspirations of why that brought me back to that. Right. And and also, I think that's something that especially on this album kind of there's obviously a lot of alternative I'm but I feel like not many of them going for that early 2000s kind of a right. but Weezer there is Weezer kind of always pulls from that and doesn't want to come out of it right, right. and that's fine if they want to do that like they're they're accomplishing it on quite a few but it's oh so I think that's why a lot of people like the previous album, the one that literally came out this year, was because it was stripping down that alternative punk rock aspect of Weezer and giving it, it to an orchestrated feel. Like, there were string instruments and stuff like that. But the reason why I didn't like it was because it was still the same formulaic, like, Weezer. You can still identify when the chorus, the pre-chorus, then there's going to be a little bridge, and then... And there's nothing wrong with standardized song structures, but it's like you have to make it somewhat interesting, like change a different vocalist, change a different like melody line or something like that. Quit playing in the key of fucking A, A, a minor or some shit. <laughs> the big like, one. <laughs> right. So a lot of bands don't do that. They, <laughs> <laughs> so I think this suffers from Weezer's typical problem of wanting to stick to the same things that they've you know been known to be good at but not but trying to experiment but failing a little bit by not diving too much into it i i, I just need to listen to that album because the way that you've described it seconds like not only does it sound like it's way my alley than mm -hmm. but also, just it seems like one of the first left turn. Right, they do, and like I appreciate Weezer for trying to do that. You know, after all these years, but I think they're just still stuck on that road of just like, you know, should we go forward with this or should we just you know slightly go off to this like area or this direction, and. I appreciate them for doing it, but most of the time they're misses if, you know, more, less than hits, you know? I mean, what, we're 17 albums deep. <laughs> and so many of them, like, they're pulling from circle influence or, like, they're just referencing times that Sound doesn't change. At this point, at like there's, they never have to challenge, like challenge the so big, so mm. famous. I don't think they. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, what what if they like what they are doing in the end, as long as they're not kind of throwing it in or they feel like they're not doing it, then, you know, kudos to them. I mean, as always, the artists can, you know, are free 
to explore and do however they wish in the end because it's their music and it's their art. But I think Weezer had a really good run and a really good time to start out with, but I think it's more admirable to experiment and do more than what you're known for rather than just sticking to your guns and just, you know, kind of running default forward. Right. The reference back for that um that topic is ACDC. <laughs> ACDC about another album that sounds like the last album and another album that sounds like those last two albums. <laughs> they did that all the way through till Brian Johnson couldn't. <laughs> all right. They, they go deaf. Insanely mediocre to critics and mm-hmm. they they that was fine for them. I kind of think all park just Hawkins. Right, right. So, you know, in the end, I'm not really expecting more from, you know, Weezer's next project. Um, I think you would honestly like OK Human if you gave it a shot because it's 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 like an orchestra. and It's really cool. Like they're actually trying something. I just didn't like it and kind of um, saw through the Weezer template that was, you know, layered on top of it. But well, having the idea. Right, you can paint a house purple, but it's still going to be the same house. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you know, I'll say it again. I appreciate them experimenting, but I would want to see them go full on, full in, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. What, what would you feel that this album gets a rating out of? Originally, before we, were ta- before we started talking about it, I was originally going to flat five. Mm-hmm. But honestly, since we've been talking about it, I'm going, damn, is it worse than that? It might actually be worse. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the highs are basically okay. Right. Like, the highs are okay, and the lows are just like, what are we doing here? It's certainly better. Like, I think of the two albums I listened to, I just didn't like at all. Right. Back album. I didn't like either. I think this mm-hmm. is better than both of those. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I I give it a four. Like, it's not passing to me. Um, I see what they were doing. Didn't stick. You know, that, that, that's what I'm, I'm. I'm rating it four Disney Channel original movies out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Weezer's at. and not the good ones the ones that like are least memorable the the sequel to decent disney channel original movies the 14th oh my fucking god the sixth lizzie mcguire movie it's done lizzie you don't need to do this anymore mr weezer it's been 17 albums who's listening to this we are actually (laughs) yeah i mean what this let me let me check. Oh wait, never mind. This too. Check the um where this thing landed on the charts, but they haven't released charts for its. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll see where it lands, but in the end, I just you know that's that's how I feel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to it that way. What are you lingering on? I'm gonna give it 
five, but I'm gonna give it like it's like it's right there about to be a <laughs> it is very close. Right. The you only difference just... between this and last time right. at the very least Igloo Ghost was really even if not all the parts were. Or it didn't last through a whole Right, like like I said, like last week, is that if this was a standalone album that Igloo Ghost started out with, I think I would have rated it a little higher just because, you know, he's still experimental. He's still all over the like all over the place, right. but he's not seventeen albums in doing the same exact thing. <laughs> I the, so, I I even found for as much praise as I gave Precious Metal when I first listened. to album i didn't realize there were 10 songs i thought there were only counted mm -hmm. i started listening so when i got through she needs me and there was another song that came on i'm like, <laughs> <laughs> even though the album's like barely it's 30, 30 minutes. minutes it's only 30 minutes and it's like uh, it, it's 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 a short 30 minutes but it's like an unwelcomed 30 minutes i i, uh, I have <laughs> i'm being so mean i have I, I have better things to do in 30 minutes than the time that weezer spent making this album no i'm kidding i'm fucking kidding <laughs> i bet you was i bet you was the longer process for the producer it's 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 <laughs> also i'm seeing that bill Uh, which one is this? Billy Joel. Interesting. Hold on. I need a reviewer on it that is. one. It is. Yeah. P yeah. This is the Billy Joel. Hold on. I'm giving it a listen. Oh, yeah. This one has, like, kind of a quieted intro, and then it goes into, like, a, you know, the typical hard rock Weezer aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, here we go. Um, Beginning of the end contains an interpolation of the longest time as written and performed by Billy Joel. I didn't even realize that. I, I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh, okay. Well, I honestly don't... I haven't heard the original, so I can't really give it any critique or anything like that. I, I remember actually liking the quieted intro um, because it, you know, was needed at that point from the four songs that came before it being, you know, so high energy. Right. But, you know, the second half was... Not really something that I'm going to remember it off of. You know what I just realized? We haven't done... We didn't do an intro for Weezer. Like, What do you mean? Like, like you know how we said that we, we were going to introduce these artists, you know, assuming that our listeners oh. didn't really know about Weezer yeah. or other? But now that I think about it, who the fuck doesn't know Weezer? I was going to say, we, we, just, we just assumed that every single... But, mm -hmm. to be fair... If you don't right. know Weezer, I think you need to go <laughs> listen to some Say It Ain't So, you know. Or or some Island in the Sun from that Verde album. Or some was... Ale Scorcho. Some Ale Scorcho. <laughs> <laughs> but avoid anything that has been past the 2000s. You Beverly Hills. Uh. <laughs> Every I think people have heard that song. More they than probably, they, they probably have. That ended up being a really big song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it for what it is, honestly. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Um, But yeah, in the end, that's Weezer. Weezer's new album. And, uh, you know, 
I, I complain. I will I'm say, still gonna watch them. Final note: I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. <laughs> and and how much did you, and did you think you were gonna enjoy it in any way, shape, or form? I wasn't expecting. To. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I enjoyed little like homages and I enjoyed, you know, certain parts, but definitely just not enough to go back to this. Right. So, but I listened to it. Not going to listen. Right. So, yeah, that's Weezer. Uh, coming up, we are going to be talking about Gojira's new album, uh, Fortitude. This is a uh, band I'm much more hot on like all the time. I know I know you actually were the one that introduced me to Gojira, so I would want to hear your takes on their legacy and how they're like, you know, keeping it fresh for the newer uh decade. Uh kind of like the same thing with Weezer. It's like they have a pretty long standing album run. However, it's like what are they doing now? So Right. I would I would like to hear your take on it um after we come back. Okay. Cool. Next up jumping into uh, Dakota, Dakota, I have a question for you. Okay. I have a question for you. Is Gojira vegan? I assume, Are they vegan? I, I assume yes. I, I feel like I've heard that they are, but I could be mixing that up with Rise Against. Because <laughs> they're both like very, very politically active and they both care a lot about conservation. They've both talked about at least vegetarianism, but I don't know about vegan. Okay, okay. So, um, funny enough, I asked that because that is the second most searched Google question for Gojira. Really? Um, yeah, uh, or at least for my algorithm, it gave me if they're vegan. I guess they understand. Hmm. I, I bet Maybe they, my algorithm understands me. I, I feel like I've seen that they are, but I don't know for sure. I know the lead singer is for sure. Okay. Like, I think he's gone on record to say. I think. But, he... Okay. That is the first question out of your Gojira, uh, Gojira test. Oh, All right. Geez. What color is Gojira's hair? Wait, what color is Gojira's what? What color is Gojira's hair? Gojira's hair. <laughs> You can see how both how this question does not make sense in both directions. <laughs> Correct answer. Have hair. Uh, Back. Ah, ah. So you you are correct in that manner. You are correct in that manner. All right. So, um, this is Gojira for. Those of you who didn't realize that we're talking about them, they came out with an album very recently called Fortitude, um, and they are a uh, prog, almost death metal group from the early 90s. They're hailing from France, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Cool. Yeah, they're hailing from France. Uh, they had a, they have a pretty long-standing discography. Um, one of their albums that really brought them onto their radar was From Mars to Sirius. Is that what it's about? Cool. Um, I feel like I'm giving a presentation to a <laughs> to like I'm I'm doing a presentation in Spanish to a Spanish teacher, and you're just like, <laughs> I'm like, is that right? Okay. Um. So, anyways, that that brought them onto the radar. Um. They're known for their very um environmentally driven, politically driven like lyrics that 
go over the earth dying and the garbage, like the the tons of garbage that we put on the earth, the the fucking turtles that have straws stuck up their noses and stuff like that. Like they 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 they're talking about that. They talk about mortality. They talk about take note, metal bands. Take note. And they've been talking about this since 2005. So who do you think has been more influential, Gojira or Al Gore on the environmental topics? <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends. If you're asking, probably Gojira. Well, not anymore. They're... Now they know who Gojira Yeah, thank God. But Gojira but, like, really didn't get Al that. Al Gore disappeared. Al Gore disappeared. That's true. We don't know, we don't know where Al Gore is. So, correct. Okay, so why is their name Gojira, Dakota? I actually don't know. I've never really looked in, like, the very early. I've pre. My knowledge. I think it had something. To, like. Picture the amount of destruction that you get in, like, a Godzilla movie. And right. I think that was like a reference back then, especially mm. if you look at the first two albums that came that is pretty like straight up death metal. Like no, oh. no, if no, no prog at all. There's a little bit like it's certainly it's, it's not like straight for like nineties death metal or anything. But it, it's also like if you were to call it any one, okay. definitely death metal. Okay, and um, impressive. A, a little less ambient and stuff like that that they that they implored in from Mars to Sirius, right. yeah. And then Toxic Garbage Island took that and just like you know we're just gonna be a little more harder this time. God, I love that. One of my favorite songs. That song's fucking. My theory is that, and I haven't looked this up, but I just actually thought of this, is that the reason, or excuse me, the inception of Godzilla, which was the translation of Gojira from the Japanese, like, literal, like, speech, was, its its name is Gojira. Godzilla is Gojira. Anyways, Godzilla was made because of radioactive waste. And so, like, the reason why the radioactive waste exists is because of our mishandling of the Earth's, you know, elements and products and, you know, environmental waste and all that jazz. And so this, therefore, goes into their lyrical topics. I, I like that theory a lot. Like, I I hadn't thought about that, but I think that's a really good reference point. Cool, cool. Now, and I'm glad you, I'm glad the, one of the biggest Gojira fans that I know is uh, is approving of that. Um, but yeah, going into the environmental topics of this more of this album that uh, they brought out specifically fortitude, which I don't, I think that it's prominent, but it's not like the biggest highlight of the album, honestly. Yeah. I think, um, biggest statement as far as environmentalism, probably on the, (laughs) on font savant, those three got that message across better than any album that they after although this one definitely does have more of a focus on it agma did right agma was agma was they wrote that right after right after the death of 
Oh. Joe is the lead guitarist and Mark. Wow. Wow. Okay. No wonder it's kind of stricken back or taken back in terms of like tone a little bit. That's what I got from Magma is that it's it's not as hard as Gojira can go. I think this follows in. It's not nearly as heavy as it, but I was pleasantly surprised that it really didn't get much lighter. Like it's still oh. damn heavy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I mean. There are moments where Gojira can be a little more atmospheric, but within the next song or the next two songs, they will break into their, you know, death metal roots. Right. I guess, um, I guess a good place to start if we're going to our mentalist album, probably Amazonia, probably the first. Yeah, that one's pretty, that one's pretty direct. Very, um, that one reminds me a lot of, um, Toxic Garbage Island because talking about a right. specific a, a specific subject with idea of climate change mm -hmm. just like amazon rainforest lungs die like that's it you know <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're done and i like how it follows into another world which we'll go into in a minute but i do um I, I do like that song. It's very straightforward. I think it's good for a second, so, uh, second song on the album because it's very direct and lyrical topics. And I just missed. Oh, uh, testing. I can hear you can now. Hear now. I can hear you. Okay, so I think it was a good song to have as a second placement on their album. Like it's it's pretty direct Gojira without a lot of the progressive influences like sprinkled on top of it. It right. has a bridge, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, just to kind of, you know, and it also has like a chorus in the background of the bridge, and then it has like a key change that makes it sound a little more helpless. You know what I right. mean? And I then think... it goes right back to the chorus. A, a something I really like about this song. One of the little things that I like about it is, uh, instead of just making. That big beefy riff before the chorus, that dun dun. Instead of just making mm -hmm. it in four four like the rest of the song, they decide to make that one riff, six four, just to give it a little more weight, a little more unsuspecting character, I guess. Ah, I didn't, I didn't get that. I did not. That's that's good. Okay. Fingers just a little bit longer than you expect it to. Yeah. But yeah, I I think it's a good pretty good song I, I i know that people generally tend to feel about like the sound palette that they use getting the tribal sounds but i i honestly mm -hmm. think it's fine i think it's a cool part of the song i don't think it sounds i, like, too I, I really like that honestly i like the twangy instrument it reminds me of the experimental in the way of the flesh kind of days right that that's exactly what it reminded me of like song on that album a sight to behold did something similar where it used kind of sound that they did Right. I think it works pretty much here about as well as it did there. So, yeah. And I think Gojira's out. Uh, uh, tr or re let me rephrase that. Gojira's trouble at this point is trying to become, trying to be a little more unique in a very saturated genre that is metal. And so right. Gojira sometimes put puts themselves in a corner of what they do sound like. Um, 
which sometimes does happen on this album, but then other times they really bring themselves out of it and with their experimentation and stuff like that. Right. So I guess we should go into another world next. Oh, hell yeah, I do. I love this song. This song is fucking great. <laughs> I, I feel like I say this with so many albums and so many singles that it should just be a rule now that I can't listen to because <laughs> this song came out last year. And when I first heard it, I'm like, whatever. Like this, is... <laughs> it didn't, I honestly did not love it that much. Like at all. I kind of wrote it off very quickly, but man, it just feels so much more powerful in mm -hmm. context of the album. Like, I feel like I say that, that with so riff. many singles. Yeah. Like it, like, that that's true because like by itself as a single it doesn't really sound as technical or progressive as gojira can get honestly besides the guitar riff the guitar riff is really catchy it's yeah. really awesome <laughs> and that's what i really like sprinkled into this album are very like complex guitar sweeps and stuff like that um but yeah, I really like the idea also behind this song too of like, okay, so we're we're fucked. We need to go find another world. Yep. Have you seen the music video for this by any chance? Oh yeah, I did. It was it's I like the uh I like the animation of it too. Yeah, the I I I would never expect that kind of a music video. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it reminds me of like Borderlands with the very thick like uh thick outlines of everybody. Yeah. And just the way that that ends, where, like, they go to another world to look for a better place to live because they've destroyed their own. Mm -hmm. Only for us to find out that the other world that they went to is our old world. Because it's yep, Paris. Like we've, we've done this before. It's like, oh. It's things like that that just make me love this band so much. Right. It's almost like, it's like I, I've seen that moment compared to like Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh right. I I you know what this song makes me draw similar um, themes to Infest the Rat's Nest. Just totally outright. Yeah. yeah. Because there's hope that you know a new world can be found, and uh, there's hope that you know we can recollect from the sins that we've done. But in the end, it's 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 just as hopeless as we assumed it to be. Yeah, I and, think and this is also another quick note. Camp. Another quick note oh. about like this song, like the another world talking about like going to find somewhere that we haven't destroyed yet. Just that whole middle section, the bridge section, gets a lot more kind of atmospheric, a lot more ambient. We've got a lot more reverb going on. It feels very mm. otherworldly. Right, that's a very yeah. nice yeah. break to have in this pretty energetic song. Yeah, because, I mean, it pretty much starts out with the energy. Yeah, and you don't get an intro, it just kind of goes right into the right into the riff. And that's, like, that's something that when Gojira does, they do it well, is they, like, pace out the energy, like, to a point where you want to get to a certain point, and it's like Gojira is reading your mind, and it's like, oh, we want to go hard this time? Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take it there. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that that's one of the stronger songs probably one of my right i uh, do you think that this song is uh I, I don't know why i wrote this down do you think this song is uh them getting in elon musk's head to uh <laughs> ask them to ask them to bring him to the new world 
Well, if if there's any but if the, if there's any famous people quote who should be on like a um should should be part of the crew of a ship going to like Mars or something it should be Gojira cuz at least I know they have a moral compass and aren't going to destroy like <laughs> wherever they go. So, yeah, Musk, they'll, they'll be the resources uh directors. Like. Exactly. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the album starts out very, very pretty, actually pretty strong uh, towards the middle between Hold On and New Found. I think Hold On was, I liked Hold On, actually. The The vocal hook was really cool, but it sounded a little bland-ish at times. It was like, hold on, fight. Yeah, yeah, Hold On, Hold On was okay. It, it was like, um... I, I not anything too special, but it has like some cool riffs. It has some cool lyrical themes. It sounds to me like they're talking about like being on a boat out in the middle of the sea, like mm-hmm. being attacked by some or like by or, or maybe in part of a disaster, like a tsunami. I do like the uh, like the images that they bring. Yeah, I I I like the the uh, the nautical aspect of it. Um, I don't know. I, I also just don't think the guitar line was super active. It was really, as far as I remember, it was just a bunch of open E's with the bass drum following the rhythm, which, yeah, is typical metal, but it's like, you can switch that up very well. There's, there's times when I think that, there's times when I think that they can do something like that really, really well. Like, there's a song later on, um, The Storm, or Into the Storm has mm. has those kind of chugging riffs where it doesn't really move the note around very much. It's kind of like the kick drum and the bar chugs playing in tandem with each other. I think it works very well there because of the rhythms they in, like incorporate. But yeah. a song like um like Hold On, it's not quite as interesting. It feels a lot more bland. Yeah. I think it's also like the pacing that you change with it and also the pacing that you go at it. It, you know, a guitar line can be bland, but as long as it, if it's backed with an actual like progression that's going to go somewhere or something else to support on top of it, then then it, it can work well. However, with Hold On, I just felt like the guitar riff was the driving factor and that driving factor wasn't really, you know, hitting too well. Right. But then in conjunction, I think that Newfound is super cool. Like, right, right. They brought the squeals. They brought the fucking Digitech whammy thing. And then yep. there was like the fucking cool tapping sections at some point. Yeah. Ugh, I loved it. And that part at the end, I literally the note that I wrote down is all caps, that beefy ass riff at the end. <laughs> God damn. Like, I felt like this song had sections with a purpose. Yeah, this absolutely. Was, this was good progressive Kojira. Like, I love this song so much. And and it this is also, like, you, you get a little bit of kind of the stonery rock, kind of sludgy metal type aesthetic throughout multiple parts of this album. But this song in particular has, like, a good amount of it all over it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I love the, uh, and then there was, like, a, like cool, like, beat switches and stuff like, or beat switches. They were cool 
like switch ups and stuff like that featuring like some triplets yeah and then like the then there was like sections where the vocals were opening up and then there were like i think it was towards the end where the drums just the drummer just really got to go out like towards the end but it was it was good it was really good that that that's a little minor note on this album and it's 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 not a um not a bad thing because i don't think that they needed him to go all out on this album but i definitely did notice that their drummer mario wasn't nearly as like batshit insane on this album as he yeah. has been in the past and that's fine like the, he doesn't really there need were, there were times i felt like he was he got a chance to shine but yeah you, you're right it wasn't as it wasn't as active as most gojira works prove that he can do right um we didn't really talk about the intro track but i think i don't know like i I think it was passable it was it was a very passable gojira intro yeah i like the idea or the very dark theme behind it it's like yeah we're we're just all meant to die that's just all that's just our purpose i I, i'm like oh i genuinely think that this album kind of plays on the themes of the way of all flesh more than like any of the other albums that they've done because it's this feels like it rehashes but that's kind of a strong word rehash it feels like it touches on a lot of those same themes again like this song in particular does that like the cycle of life and death and how it's connected it's that's a universal experience for every not just humans like Mm -hmm. it's right like this is just the natural being of the world and yeah i can hear you okay yeah, it's just like the natural being of the world, and they understand that, and we can't really resist it as humans, no matter how much we want to harvest the world's resources and everything that wants to go on around it. Um, yeah, we're all meant to die, and we're going to die. Thanks, Gojira, for making me existential from listening to Fortitude. And speaking of Fortitude, um, very interesting choice to make Fortitude, the title track, basically an interlude track. Yeah, I I kind of see this as like this and the chant are basically the same song. It's it's right. divided because the chant does not work even remotely as well without fortitude, and fortitude without the chant is just kind of like down tempo, like you said. You're right, and I I I like. Yeah, it's a very down-tempo interlude, but also I just don't like the fact that the most bass-heavy track was the interlude. Like, if like I, I obviously as you know as a bassist, I was trying to pay attention to the parts where the bassist was shining. There were like moments where, you know, the bassist just wasn't fucking playing the guitar riff. Right. And this was the most significant track that stood out to me. There, there the interlude was... track. There was one other that that I thought I took note of. I'm looking for it here. There's one other in particular that, like, I think all but just the bass and the drums cuts out, and the bass is, like, carrying that part of the song. But I can't find which song that was actually on. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was the last I, I... one. It was it was Grind. Um, Yeah, there's a, oh, dude. there's a part near the end of that song where, like, um, the slower bridge section where the guitars get significantly higher, a little little more moody and the bass right. is the one leading the changes through but other than that you're right you're right yeah you're right i actually um had a note on that too i was like oh 
Like, I really like the... It, it was the outro, right? Yeah, that was the outro to the song. Right. And then there was, like, heavily, like, reverb guitar, and then, like, the, the vocals were kind of coming in towards the end, like, slowly coming in. Right. By the way, good ending. Let's just jump... Let's go to that. Yeah. Good. If Are, are we going to talk about ending. Grind? The Grind. The fucking Grind. Maybe my favorite song on the album. Like... Right? This song's fucking yeah. nuts. In terms of placement, it was amazing. The Trials yeah. was an okay song. Like, I think for placement, like, it was it was good. Um, it, it, it sounded, I don't know. It was okay. But then The Grind came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, we're, we're starting. Okay, like, we're let's going. Let's just put the heaviest, <laughs> most death metal-inspired song right at the end. And I, I think that was a <laughs> phenomenal decision. And I think this had the, uh... all right, all right, Dakota, I'm going to dub a new term here, okay? It had the best Go 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 Jira part ever, and Go 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 Jira. And to describe a Go 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 Jira part, it's basically when the guitar is rising, the tension is building up, and then the singer just goes Go, and then it's just a chugging riff and stuff like that, which is typical like in almost that. every Go Jira like song. And when it's done well, it's done very well. And this was the best Go 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 Jira section. And, and even just, like, I guess what you would call the chorus of that song, like, on the one hand, it seems a little bit simple for Gojira lyrics to kind of chop it down to, oh, you've got to, like, get through the daily grind of, like, just the same Work, thing every life. single day, nonstop. It's, it seems a little bit basic for Gojira, but at the same time, like... I think there's something excellent about pairing the most energetic song on the entire album <laughs> to the most with, mundane lyrical topic. With, oh my god! With like the that it's like <laughs> that's how much it sucks. Like that's how. Wow! I did not think of that. Like I was, you know, okay, because I was doubting when I was hearing these lyrics. I was like, is this about the grind, as in like the 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 mundane aspects of life that you just put in for work? And then I like that idea that this is the hardest song with that mundane aspect of life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a good ending. I mean, it's it's the intro was okay, but then the ending like really brought it all together. Um, and I think like I know we skipped over like a few of the songs in the second half, and I definitely think that there are quite a few like really good songs in the second half. But for the most right. part, if you don't have an ending like this, if you don't have an ending as strong as this, I could see the whole second half of this album suffering because of it. Like, right, this one honestly. song makes the rest of the ones that came before it, I think, feel so worth it. Like, honestly, how would you feel if it ended on The Trials or The Trails? Yeah, The Trails was just very, like... I don't want to say I don't think it was bad by any means, but it was certainly like the the most down tempo and kind of right slow groove type song, which which is fine. But I felt like the diversity wasn't there. You know, the pace was kind of the same through three verses, and right. again with a very saturated genre such as metal, you you can't really afford to just keep the same pace going without any, you know, interesting right. things to add to it. And I, I'm glad that 
We didn't get too much of this kind of style throughout the album because I was a little bit worried before the album came out that we were going to start going in this direction pretty heavily. And right. Yeah, you even talked about how like um, some Gojira fans did not really like Magma too much because it was going in the softer, like slower direction. Right. So I'm 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 very glad to say that like I, I said it with the Weezer album that was better than I thought it would be. Although it's, <laughs> but this the one, bar was already pretty low. <laughs> but this one it was the same case. It's like I ended up enjoying this way more than I thought it I would, and yeah. um. The complaints, I, I definitely do have some notable complaints, but. All right, what are your, uh, I actually I actually would like to hear it. We've been praising it for a good amount of time, but is there any, are there any overarching themes that, or just anything that you noticed? Um, I will say that um, I, 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 th- I feel like I've criticized production on quite a few of these albums that we've covered, but on this one in particular, I, it feels very, um, I, I already used the word bland for something else, but I guess it feels very bland for like a Gojira album as far as production goes, because one of the things that I've mm. always loved about Gojira is that their production felt very unique. It felt like you could always hear all of the instruments. They were all were independently working together mm. rather than what you kind of get on this album, which is all of the instruments are kind of compressed into. And then that brick, it's heavy. And it, (laughs) I'm not going to say it doesn't sound good. It sounds fine, but there's a difference between like getting hit with one 50 ton hammer that just keep hacking you Mm -hmm. and having all of these elements up a very aggressive, a very aggressive sound palette that you don't really see as much on this right right it's like all the elements are brought together like are, are kind of squished together rather right. than being spread apart and being appreciated and that's for what a they problem are. that happens with a lot of modern metal and and maybe not a problem because there are certain bands that pulled off that sound a lot better than others but like mm-hmm. it's something that a lot of modern metal bands become kind of like the style of metal you know what the standard is, and I absolutely fucking hate it, is just no bass. Like, I'm like every almost every metal album. I shouldn't say that. Like most metal albums that I feel like are being like brought out these days, just don't appreciate actually putting the bass. You know, a little more up front. It definitely right. serves the low end, but you just can't hear it in terms of the attack. Like, I guess it's production taste in the end, but. I don't know. And also just copying the same guitar riff. Like we've, we've done that before punk does it like, you know, every other genre that wants to get by just does the exact same riff as a guitarist. But that's just one complaint over the overall arc of metal. That's, you know, not relative to Gojira. The the thing about that in particular with metal though, is that unless you're dealing with like really, really melodic styles of metal, or really technical ones mm-hmm. more often than not that's kind of what you need is you need to fill out the low end as much as you possibly can just to right. give it that that weight that foundation times that's what the bass ends up doing because of it but 
Gojira, yeah. they, they're they're bassist. I want him to have fun because I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen like any live videos of them. That dude, like, goes fucking ham on the stage. <laughs> like, the more he right? gets to do that, the better. <laughs> hey, man. Like, I, I, he's. It seems like he's having fun. Good for him. Like, and I want like his energy to be um, accredited. Uh, there are definitely a few tracks on here that I was not quite as hot on. I I would like to state that the uh, the what's it called Sphinx honestly could just oh uh, really <laughs> yeah it could have been a trash song oh uh, I I, I like Sphinx that's that's <laughs> that's one of the ones that I actually have highlighted but but let, let me let me hear uh, why on that one I think okay so in terms of vocal technique it goes rather rather fucking hard um i think it's probably one of the more energetic performances um but again Damn i it, think it suffers from cutting out and i'm only hearing like half of your son oh, okay um what do you want me to st- uh okay so i said something about the vocal passages did you hear that i i didn't hear that okay so i think that sphinx has probably one of the best vocal like performances just because it just raises up in volume and energy as much as it could um but I think it was the instrumentation. It was definitely bland Gojira that did not back this energy as much as it could. There wasn't really just a lot of diversity in the bars and just kind of the same rhythm throughout. The actual, you know, topic of the song, I didn't really interpret too much. I think it was just talking about how a sphinx is like, you know, a god that's going to come for us or something like that. How did you how, how did you take this song? So I, I think it's good that um you talked about the instruments on there because I actually don't have any notes on the instruments for this song. So that's probably to your point then. Um, uh, what I did write, though, is this was my particular single out song as far as like why I love Gojira so much in a nutshell. Because oh. like they're talking about the Sphinx as like... As if it's this creature that's gonna outlive man, because interesting. There's a there's a line on there where they say um, they compare the rise and the fall of civilization to the erosion of stone, and like as they talk about oh. with the with uh, the Egyptian Sphinx, the nose has been eroded over time, and they think right. that the Sphinx could possibly be like way older than they think it is like even pre like egyptian civilization really so what they're so really like in this song they're comparing like they're they're always trying to compare humans natural world to say that we are not separate we are not like we don't live on top of nature we are within nature it is all connected all right other I, I i just like that the sphinx is kind of the central has seen all of it I, I okay i like that explanation of it too and i think our interpretations have just been very contrasted from this song due to the fact that i think i was paying attention more to the the instruments and i like the comparison of the lyrics like i think uh that gives it a bit more light to this song um but yeah i mean I'm going to pay attention when it comes to metal, like, because unless I read the lyrics and actually go into it, when it comes to metal, I'm going to pay attention to those, you know, 
the techniques that are gone that are going on right and and to be fair if we weren't talking about like gojira who i i already know that i love gojira lyrics for the just from like previous albums so i'm gonna make a you point to kind liberal. of liberal <laughs> of course you would yep. <laughs> but but like so so i knew that like lyrics were going to be something going into this album that i'd try to pay attention to if if we were talking about most metal bands i might not even mention the so, right. so i feel that i mean yeah i mean i will i will i will give gojira the credit where it needs to be due um but i just know myself for a fact that lyrics are a very you know secondary nature type of thing right so but um but yeah i like that i like that comparison the fact that it brings back again the fact that we're just all part of the earth and the earth is going to live longer than us so we need to be quit being fucking selfish honestly yep. Um, and yeah, any other any other highlights, any other like points that you wanna you wanna go over? I I will say that th as far as the tracks that I'm not nearly as hot on, um, I've gone back and forth on Into the Storm. Because like there are times oh. there are times when I think I really like it, and there are times when I find it rags, especially because it's in the second half. Got you. Um. Like, let me see here. Uh, also, there are points on this album where, like, maybe, like, some of the guitar riffs just remind me too much, like, specific songs Disco Gojira albums. And that's, it's, right. one, it's one thing to go, like, oh, that sounds like it could have been on this album or that album. But it's another thing to say, like, oh, this sounds like that's. And from that section right from that time and yeah and and in the into the storm reminds me a little bit too much of vacuity from oh. from um way of all flesh it's a it's a minor ish thing it, it's not super like like they reused the same idea but it has the same feet has kind of a similar riff and i'm like mm -hmm. all right i've heard this before and we're in the second half of the album i need to kind of get something else here Right. Do you, are the lyrical topics the same? It was basically about civil disobedience. Right. Um, Vacuity. From what I remember, it was more about your body being, um, about your body being the only, like, real true vestige you have. So you kind of need to take care of it. Otherwise, like, when it's gone, you're gone. Ah, so Gojira is vegan. Just from that one point. Possibly. <laughs> I, I, I missed that. What did you say? Oh, so Gojira is vegan based off of that one point. Your body being a, a vessel of some kind. And, like, you need to take care of it in the most pure way that you can. Right. <laughs> um, I, did, I obviously couldn't draw that comparison too much uh, just because I'm not a connoisseur of uh gojira songs or albums i really like albums and i really like certain songs but uh i i i think i like i like this one i like the ending of this just because the drums got a chance to do something totally fucking stupid while like the guitars like were droning in the background and this was an example of the guitar riff being simple but the drums really holding a lot of that energy down like way way the fuck more yeah so this this song definitely like gave mario on this some one. But one thing that I want to get your opinion on too is that the that 
okay so at the beginning there's like this the there's the um what is it called not the hi-hat the ride symbol oh the yeah ride symbol yeah. is playing on the offbeat now is it produced too loud or is it just on the offbeat so you notice it more if i'm being honest like i i yeah you I, know what i'm talking about though right i i, I know um i i know <laughs> i yeah so i didn't notice it until somebody else pointed it out so oh it's, really so honestly that would never have bugged me it would never have even crossed my oh, mind no. until until I heard someone oh, else no. mention it. Now I'm like, well, now I know that it bothers everyone else. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I heard it, and I was like, am I tripping? Is this too loud? Or I think it's just on the offbeat. Like, it's... And it's a combination of it not being, like, succumbed into the rhythm a little more. I do tend to be of the opinion that I don't like symbols to be loud. Like, when it, I, I have kind of like these mixed philosophies for things that I think tend often than and generally I like big low end on my drums I like the toms to be loud I, I like to have a prominent snare a good solid kick that you can hear the beater for right. and the cymbals shouldn't be that overbearing because cymbals are full of this white noise that and especially on a ride cymbal that's very very piercing that ting mm. Yeah. So I, I get where people are coming from with that. It it doesn't really bother me that much, but I absolutely like why that would be kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. I that that definitely hit me. Like high ends are definitely something that, you know, most people are gonna notice a lot more than others. And especially if a high end is on an offbeat, then it's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna really Yeah, we're gonna notice this. Um one thing that you know, one one kind of closing thing, because I'm I'm running out of talking points, honestly, uh, for this. One one closing point is that I've noticed that the vocal layering is pretty fucking good on Another World, and yep. you know the chant being another example. I didn't really Sphinx has I was, another one, right? And yeah, Sphinx. Like, th there's a lot of good like times in which like vocal airing is needed like for a more melodic purpose and i think they're it's really it's done really well over some very aggressive guitar chords right i that was one of the things i was very worried about is like how are they going to handle this move towards more clean singing that they've been moving and on the whole i don't particularly love like the clean singing as far as the individual parts like um uh trails was one where you had a lot of it, but but those layered parts that you're talking about with the harmonies right. and, and the almost choir sound, it does sound a little too produced sometimes, a gotcha. little too synthy, but but it's it's done very well. It's it is very pretty and it's very like um. I think it accomplishes what it's trying to do. It gives it that more ethereal atmosphere, uh, sound. Right, yeah. I don't think the lyrics or the vocals need to be, like, real as long as it just, you know, accomplishes the uh, the end goal of it all, you know? Right. Like, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I liked that uh, they actually took the effort to make it more melodic to contrast with the more heavier crap. Um, sometimes, it you know, it shoots well, sometimes it doesn't. But in the end, like, I just appreciate this album altogether just for Gojira actually trying something a little different in the saturated metal genre. Right. And unlike, I feel like unlike Weezer, 
where they, going back to Weezer in comparison to Gojira, um, I feel like Weezer lightly takes their steps into certain, you know, ideas. Gojira leans a little more, but then they understand what they like can do better and do like well. Right. Yeah. Anytime that Gojira has taken like a significant step into a aesthetic or into a slightly different sound, they've never really done it that hesitantly. And I, I think that's a good thing. It's, in generally speaking, better to overdo something, not do enough of it. Right. Honestly, if this is like, if this is the direction that we're going with Gojira, then I'm I'm kind of okay with that because yeah, I I was a little bit bummed that we're moving away from, like the the death metal sound. I I love that we're getting more groove metal on these last few albums. Though I love right. that. Mm-hmm. But I was very much a big fan of like the really heavy shit on <laughs> Sirius or Way of All Flesh, but it's it's okay because I think they still have enough heaviness, at least on this album, they still have enough heaviness that it satisfies that itch while adding mm-hmm. lots of new layers that they're pretty well. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, one thing that I really like in the Way of All Flesh is um. And actually, Mars the Serious is is that they both have their own sonic fields to them. Right. Like, the way of all flesh is just, like, experimental as shit. Like, it's so wacky, honestly, for, like, death metal. And then Mars the Serious is very atmospheric, ethereal. Like, there's fucking whales in the background and right. shit like that. Mars the Serious and... by sludge sounds at times, whereas, like, way of all flesh got these crazy off the wall like ideas and song structures but very very rooted in like a production style that would fit like disturbed like very modern metal <laughs> right like. right and i feel like this album is an effort to take it in a new direction or some kind um you know it's still gojira sticking to what gojira does but you know it's a light taste of hopefully a different, you know, direction that we might be getting into. And, you know, it's going well. There's times where it, you know, falters, there's times where it's good, but overall it's a, it's a great effort. I really liked it. And the, and the fact that they made the ending so damn good, like, like that's, that's so never big. fucking done. <laughs> so important. Like for this album and, I, I, I've said this to you multiple times. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast yet, but, like, the ending is so crucial. To exactly. Mess up the ending. Probably, like, dip way further than you would. This album right. in particular, I can absolutely see not even remotely as, like, as favorable towards this album if that ending wasn't so Oh, right. Like, this gave me, like, this gave it a full number ranking, in my opinion. Like, because if it ended, like, so, eh, the way the way it could have, I I don't know. Because it's, it's hard to, first of all, for me, it's hard to sit through a 50-minute fucking album. Honestly, it is. But I do it because I love the effort that artists put behind it, and I really try to, under, and diving into it is fun for me. Right. But if you make my time worth it, if you make my fucking time worth it to sit to the end of your album, I will give it more credit, like way more credit. Because not only are you giving, right? Because 
you're giving the person who wants to listen to your album an actual reason to go to the end. Yeah. And and I think when I think back to album, like there are albums that are thirty. Like we were just talking about Weezer earlier, which twenty minutes shorter than this, <laughs> barely more than thirty minutes long, and I still thought it was too long. It still felt like like there was mm-hmm. too much what we were given. Whereas something like this, I'm not to say that everything on here was good, but like. It felt very worth the 50. Exactly. It never felt like a slip. Yeah. Like, they were all right moments, and there were good moments. Like, there was never a... There was barely ever a downtrodden quality. Like, such a drastic dip, you know? It was always like, okay, this is pretty good, or this is... Oh, this is really good. So... Right. Um, um, and yeah, like, with that all being said, what would you what would you give this rating for this album? As much as I've been praising this album, this will probably seem a but mm-hmm. I'm 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 going with a 7. I very I enjoy, right. I very much enjoy listening to like I don't really have any big problems with it. I think the only reason it's not higher is because it's also like didn't blow me away at any point, you know. Right. Right. I I think I would rank around that same same areas. I would rank it hmm 6 and a half amazon rainforests out of 10 i would rank it that um just because you know there wasn't really a theme that i kept caught on to like as compared to like you know some of their older albums like there wasn't really like a driving factor um like in sonically it just felt like sometimes typical gojira um but there were peaks there were certain moments where i saw like them going into a new direction and i liked it um but yeah um yeah, it's a six and a half. It was a, it was an enjoyable listen. However, like proven that they can do better, way better. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick them to their own sonic word. It's it, it's it's funny. We always like I know that a lot of people say like you can't compare bands, and I get like the argument for that. But also, my question is why not like <laughs> I, I I I know they are capable of this. So, why mm-hmm. can't that be part of my expectation, even if it's not the exact same thing I'm looking for? Yeah, I think, okay, the difference would be is if Gojira suddenly made a fucking bubblegum bass album. Oh my out god. Out of nowhere. <laughs> if, <laughs> if every album they choose to completely redefine themselves, genre-wise, like you know aesthetic wise if everything about them is totally reshapen like some artists do then i would judge them a bit more on the current works rather than what they've previously done right but but they do stick themselves into the same genre which is fine that's what they're good and they've done very well in the genre that they stick themselves to so i'm gonna stick them to their own typical works it's not contrasting from what they've been typically doing and to be honest like Within progressive metal, like, if if we were to just put them in the realm of progressive metal, they would still stand out like a sore thumb. Like, there are not that many progressive metal bands that sound even remotely like this. And right. as long as that's kind of the case, they're probably going to be fine. Like, their songwriting's always been pretty damn good. Their 
like the the sounds they can get with their guitars are ridiculous right. always there's they're, they're super awesome squeals and the digitech fucking like pedal oh so good yeah so like i i'm i know i mentioned to you like a while ago like a little while ago that I was a little worried about Gojira going into the future, but after this album, I'm really, I feel like I've, those worries have been kind of quelled. Yeah. I like Gojira's yeah. going to be fine. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, I saw signs of what could be, you know, and that, and that's what's, you know, driving the rank a little bit up, but also there was like some really good songs that I pulled from it. And, you know, I think it's a, it's, it's a solid addition to the Gojira discography they're 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 always very solid honestly like ogier never has never really has it has had a super big miss thus far there are some people that hot on magma of like the re generally speaking they've never ever had any was considered i i guess a miss never really yeah. had one that overall was considered all right, all right. So, random idea, random question. Okay. Weezer and Gojira. Okay. <laughs> Collaborative album. Oh my god. <laughs> um. What would god, that what sound? How close would that sound to Lincoln Park? And. <laughs> um. Actually. Not, not, not too much. I think I'm just sprinkling basic metal into that. <laughs> I, I'm trying to. There, there is a comparison somewhere. Um, I, I'm, I'm really drawing a blank. I'm imagining. Like, I, I'm imagining trapped, but with, <laughs> but with proggier uh, instruments <laughs> and a whinier singer. <laughs> well, at least both of their bases could relate. You know, just being in the background and playing the same note as the guitarist. I I don't know. I think that they could both push themselves if Weezer and Gojira contacted each other I'll, to push themselves to a different medium. If I ever, next... ever saw Weezer and Gojira on an album cover, <laughs> I don't know what, like... <laughs> That might I be the sign I... that we're actually having a glitch in the matrix at that point. <laughs> like the thing that's the two things that should never have collided ever in real life. <laughs> okay. The first thing was um Oh my god. Never mind, I'm drawing a blank for it. Um like two things that should never combine. Basically Weezer Weezer and Gojira. So Anyways, um, I think that they they could really benefit well off of each other. Oh, Lou Reed and Metallica. There we go. Oh, That's dear. what I'm coming up with. <laughs> there. Have you ever heard of um an app called or I don't know if it's technically an app or a website, but it's called Boil the Frog. Boil the Frog. No. Okay. As I'm looking up right now. So what it is is it takes you you put in two different songs any two songs that are on spotify doesn't matter the genre artist doesn't and it will attempt to make a link between them and and play the playlist for you for instance okay no fucking joke i pulled up this website and weezer and lady gaga no were way the first two bands i'm serious yeah <laughs> the first two fucking bands okay so 
I'm going to boil the frog. Oh, what does it do? It tries to create a link between artists or so for instance if you were to put in like led zeppelin to metallica which is not even right. that it's it's not that different but like you'd probably get led zeppelin then acdc then like black sabbath and then metallica mm -hmm. basically like how do we transition from one to the other to get through the sounds oh this is cool so it gets oh okay it's really crazy start doing stuff like how do i get to kendrick lamar from fucking i don't know um sepultura right, so or something i'm gonna type in curtis mayfield um to oh my gosh what's the um outcast okay boil the frog Oh, they got a D'Angelo song. Why Roses and a Most Def song? Oh, okay. Janelle, this is interesting. Okay, so anybody out there who really wants to experiment with two different artists and figure out if there's any identification based off of this website's algorithm, go to boilthefrog.com or .playlistmachinery.com forward slash question mark SRC equals currently. Yeah, just go just follow that link. But yeah, this is really cool. Hashtag sponsorship. Hashtag. <laughs> Please boil the frog. <laughs> we are we are actually broke. All right. Well, I guess this concludes it. Uh, we got a new website and two and insights from you know two albums from you know two very contrasting artists. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see you next week when we on the D and A podcast when we talk about more things about music and just random ass websites and shit that we actually want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to do outros. I can't, I can't. You remind me of that Dave Chappelle joke where it was a. Uh, sometimes I just say, say say slang to my white friends that that doesn't even exist, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, all right, all right, man, have a good one. Zip it up and zip it out. Oh my god! Oh, oh. Oh, uh, zippity doo -dah. Have a good one. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys sometime. Take care.